welcome to the message for today good evening good evening to you god bless you god protect you may the favor of god be upon your life thank you very much for coming live i know you have been waiting and i am excited to give you this message this message today i will start by my my testimony i'll start by my testimony then go into the the crust of the message good evening you're all welcome i respect you so much for giving yourself time to listen to the life-giving word of god i respect you and i love you i'm praying for you may the spirit of god put us together may the spirit of god anoint us to do greater things together we pray for our doctors we pray for our nurses we pray for everybody under this problem of of coronavirus and we ask the anointing of the holy spirit to save them to protect them and to bless them my my reasoning is we are we as christians have been fighting an unknown enemy for long so it i pray that the government will actually open their eyes to see that you have been fighting an unknown enemy for long and there is no need for them to stop us to to meet and to gather may god bless you my testimony is when i was 17 years my father was arrested when my father was arrested he was convicted to go in jail to be in jail for six years and then i was not a christian by then i used to drink i used to to fight the my best sport was fighting uh, in the in the Jordan, hitting people and doing all crazy things and getting drunk and getting high and as my father was in prison there was uh, the, my father had a best lawyer and the lawyer failed to defend my father and my father called me uh, from the prison i went to visit him and he told me that my son why, why i am arrested i didn't do anything i am telling you as my son and I'm asking you to seek the face of God because when I was I was at home, you refused to pray. Now I want you to worship God and to praise God. And and the people were telling me to seek the face of God. And I asked myself, which God am I going to seek? My father has been a devout Christian for long. How can I seek the God who has allowed my father to be in prison? How can I seek this God who knows that my father is not guilty, but has allowed my father to be in prison. I hated this God. I didn't want anything to do with this God. I didn't love him. I didn't want to hear anything about him. I did not want to do anything close to him or near him or to hear about his word. Yet there was a certain a man called Msuka. Msuka did not give up on me. Edmond Msuka is now staying in Zambia. He said, I want to give glory to him. May God bless him. May God protect him. Edmond Msuka kept on coming to me and uh, preaching to me, Jesus. But I didn't agree to him. And one day he said, okay, can you please accompany me to the mountains? So I always accompanied him every day, 3 a.m. into the mountains, every, every time 3 a.m. into the mountains, until I, uh, it was a routine to me to go every day, 3 a.m. and start praying and start praying and start praying and start praying one day i made a prayer i said god if you are alive and if you exist and if it is true that you sent your son jesus christ to come and die for us on earth may you please 
take out my father out of the prison. That was my prayer for about one month. I kept praying one prayer. And one day when I reached home, I fell upon a verse in Acts 4 verse 12 that said, there is no other name in which people can be saved other than the name of Jesus. When I read that scripture, it kept on repeating itself in my mind. There is no other name in which people can be saved other than the name of Jesus. There is no other name in which people can be saved other than the name of Jesus. There is no other name which people can be saved other than the name of Jesus. Then I asked myself, as I am outside the jail, my father who is inside the jail needs this savior. But why couldn't this savior save my father? There is no other name in which people can be saved other than the name of Jesus Christ. Then I took it unto myself to ask about uh, who is this God. I started reading the Bible. Who is this? Who is this Jesus Christ who has got a name that is above lawyers, that is above doctors, that is above uh, scientists, that is above intelligent people. I didn't want anything to do with this Christ who let my father go into the prison. But this verse kept on haunting me. When I sleep, I will dream it. There is no other name in which people can be saved other than the name of Jesus. And then when I was asking people who is Jesus, I was told Jesus is the only begotten son of God. And then when I was told who, who Jesus is the only begotten son of God, I then I asked, who is then the mother of Jesus? They told me the mother of Jesus is Mary. So I said, did God sleep with Mary? They said, no, he, uh, Mary got pregnant when she was a virgin through the Holy Spirit. I did not understand these things because in this world, there's no one who can comprehend who is God and no one can describe who God is. All of us are in pursuit of God. And then in Matthew 3 verse 17, uh, when I was reading the Bible, the Bible showed me that as Jesus Christ was being baptized, his father in heaven spoke and said, this is my beloved son who, whom, in whom I am well pleased. All these things, they really confused me and I was asking myself really, what does this this whole thing mean about Jesus Christ? Then I started uh, 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 trying to get a strong meaning, trying to get a simple and uh, a straightforward definition of this person called Jesus who has got a name, who can save us, who is he? And then uh, I started knowing that people have been divided on who Jesus is. The question was he ever there? Did he ever exist? Or it's just a myth or a created history to oppress people, especially non-Jews? The other question is, was he or is Jesus Christ the son of God? Or is Jesus God? Or he was just a powerful radical revolutionist or an occultist? And as I was starting investigating on this, some, some people say Jesus was a master magician. And then others, people uh, did, did not agree that Jesus Christ died. They said somebody took his place on the cross. And then we have got people who say Jesus was a good husband. He had a wife, and the wife of Jesus was Mary Magdalene. And all those things, when I tried to investigate it, everything did not work. Every tool that I read, even from the Da Vinci Court, tries to prove uh, that Jesus Christ was married and Jesus Christ is this or that. But when I started reading the Bible, it was so confusing. Then I kept on asking myself, who then is Jesus? In all our history and in all our historians, nobody could write who is who without giving first and foremost the attention to the penniless teacher of Nazareth. He never went to college. 
he never had a job. He was not elected into office. He never owned property that he could call his own. He had no bank account. He had no business. He did not travel far. There were no honors laid on him. Even people around him rejected him. They walked away from him, even his friends and relatives. One of his best friends betrayed him. There was a kangaroo court set for him and he was sentenced to death because they did not like what he was saying. Because what he was saying broke down all their systems, all their ways of making money and they could not stand for that. Who is this Jesus? Now we see him hanging on the cross next to people who were guilty. Only three years he did public ministry. Only three years. Yet even time is named after him before Christ. Time is named after him after Christ. If you can imagine all powerful people who have come and gone, we forget about them. Yet the central figure in all times is Jesus Christ. Nobody is concerned about Mussolini. Nobody is concerned about, about Shakespeare. Nobody is concerned about Julius Caesar. They did not have an impact in my life. And yet only one person, Jesus, who only walked the dusty streets of Palestine and was so insignificant that nobody cared about him at that time. Now, 2,000 years later, he looks at me right in my eye and says, you will give account to me for everything you do, everything you touch, everything you take, everything you think, every decision you make, you shall give account to me. Who is this Jesus? I sought his face. I prayed. I asked him. And I asked, I put a date and I said, before 25 December, please, may my father be taken out of prison and may his case be cancelled. I said to him in the mountain, when you take my father out, I will save you the rest of my life. When you take my father out of the prison, I will worship you. I will speak about your name. When you take my father out, I'm going to worship you until I die. Nothing can take me out of Jesus. Nothing can push me out of Jesus. If I die in Jesus, I die in him because that's what I told him. One day when I was in the mountain, I was very sleepy. I slept there. As I was sleeping, a voice came and said, 25th December, you will celebrate Christmas with your father. That was two months before Christmas. I came, I went into my father's church. I stood in the church when it was time for prophetic words. As I stood, my mother, my late mother, tried by all means to sit me down. He was signing with signs to tell the people close to me, tell this boy to sit down. He's embarrassing me. Tell this boy to sit down. My mother nearly stood up to come and make me to sit down. But one of the elders saw me standing up. Then he said, let the boy speak. This boy has never spoken in this church. Let him speak. When I spoke, I opened my, my mouth and said, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came to me and told me that on the 25th December, we are going to celebrate Christmas with my father. There was no one who clapped hands. There was no one who said amen. And, and after I said that, my mother started crying because he said, 
me who has never been in church, who does not love church, who hates church, who said with my own mouth, I can never worship. I am saying Jesus came to me. But to cut a long story short, on the 24th December night, at night at about 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, my father knocked at the door. It was Saturday. When my father knocked at the door, I opened the door. My father came in. We worshipped. We prayed. On the 24th, it was Sunday. My father was in the church. So I know whom I serve. Nothing can take me out of Jesus. Nothing can separate me out of Jesus. Can it be lies? Can it be gossiping? Can it be hatred? Can it be wrong publication? Can it be accusations? Can it be people who want to kill me? Can it be people who accuse me? Can it be people who hate me? Can it be people who love me? Can it be hunger? Can it be poverty? Can it be sickness? Can it be sin? Can it be anything? Nothing can separate me from the love of God. It can be, it can be, the, it can be the laws of the government. It can be the people who are close to me. It can be my relatives. It can be my friends. It can be my father. It can be my mother. It can be my sister. It can be my wife. It can be my daughter. Nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. It can be the person whom I put in my heart. It can be person whom I respect. It can be person whom I honor. Nothing can take me out of the love of God because I know him. I saw him working in me. Napoleon was a wicked man, but before he died, he said, if Cicero or Aristotle walked into this room, I will raise up and give him honor. But if Jesus walked into the room, I would fall on my face and worship him. Even Napoleon could see that Jesus was not a fairy tale. Jesus walked the streets filled with people who hated him, filled with skeptics, filled with critics, people who tried to, tra to trap him with everything. They listened to him just to twist his words and they used what he said against him. They continued to give him all harassment, setting traps with questions to find out whether he was doctrinally sound. But he was never afraid of them. He walked through all the traps looking for the people who wanted the truth and honesty. He was in search of those who were sincere, in search of those who had tender hearts and who were really searching for the goodness and the glory of God. He walked among them. He healed them. He taught them and he loved them. And finally, he died for them. Who is Jesus? But it doesn't end in his death. He rose from the dead. Death. This is what separates Christianity from all religions, like Buddhism, like Hinduism, like Confucianism, like Islam or Muslims. In all four religions that are based on people who walked the earth, one, one of the religion tomb is empty and there is no remains, the bones of the founder, it's Christianity. All other religions where the bones of their founders lie, all other religions know where the remains of their fathers lie. Only Christianity has no dead founder. Because Jesus rose from the dead. There are many proofs to prove that he rose from the dead. Many people who tried to investigate whether Jesus was real or even the atheist, they all ended up becoming Christians because he died. We all died. And because he rose, we all will arise. He conquered death, so we will all conquer death. There is hope for us. All principalities 
and powers were shamed and disarmed at the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We know that as we live for him daily, as we die in him daily, we resurrect to shame and disarm the powers and the principalities of darkness daily. They do not have the ability to hold us captive anymore. Can we please go to Colossians? Can you please go to Colossians 2 verse 13? The Bible says in Colossians 2 verse 13, and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and they took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross, and having spoiled the principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or drink, or in respect of a holiday, of a new moon, or of Sabbath days. Let me repeat. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of holy day, of a new moon or of Sabbath days, which are shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Let no man beguile you of your reward in the voluntary humility and worshipping of angels, intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding the head from which all body by joints and the bands having nourishment administered and knit together increaseth with much increase we cannot be judged by people who will be talking to us about keep the sabbath hey don't eat this meat and he died he died for us christ died for us christ died for us we cannot be held in captivity by the things which cannot do anything good in us. Jesus came to destroy the powers of darkness. We were blinded by the veil of Satan. When he came, Jesus removed the veil. Now we are able to see the right and the wrong of life, the good and bad. Our sins had made us to fall short to the glory of God. We were like those people in Romans 3. Verse 10. We're like those people in Romans 3, verse 10. If we go to Romans 3, verse 10, what does the Bible say? We're like those people in Romans 3, verse 10. It says, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understands. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are, to, they are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Listen, we were, we were not even doing good, but God saved us. Some say they live right. We don't fight people. We don't, but you deny God by your works, by your behavior. You do not have faith in God, but in your abilities, in your education, in your work. You deny God. Then you are just as an unbeliever in Christ. There is none who is righteous. No one who is righteous. We need to come and believe in God. Do not think that you are doing God a favor by becoming a Christian. Many people think that by becoming a Christian, they are doing God a favor. No, you are not doing God a favor. You are doing yourself a favor. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. To bring us back to our Father. Who is Christ? Christ is the Son of God who died to bring us back to our Father. Romans 5 verse 6 says, We were enemies of God because of sin, but Christ came to set us free. 
There was separation between God and man, but Christ came to become a bridge. He came to become a ladder for us to go to God and for God to come to us. Jacob saw this but could not understand what it meant. Jacob, when he lay his head on the rock, he saw the descending and the ascending of the angels on the ladder. We know now what was happening. The ladder, that ladder that the angels were descending and ascending, that ladder was Christ Jesus. I need you to understand that we need to know who is Jesus Christ. The glory, the love, the mercy, of God, the grace of God came to us through Jesus Christ. By right, we are supposed to be dead. By right, we are supposed to be to be people who are cast away. But the grace, the glory, the love, the mercy of our Father God, it came to us through Jesus Christ. I need you, ladies and gentlemen, to go with me to John 17. Verse 15. I need to go, you to go with me in John 17, verse 15 to 26. The Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you send me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. You hear Jesus. Father, just as you are in me and I am in, in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me. We have been given the glory that God gave to Christ. May they be brought to complete unit. Let the world know that you sent me and I have loved them even as you have loved me. We need to understand that Jesus was directly sent by God. He came straight from God. He says in 24, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am. It is truth. Where Jesus Christ is, we are going to be there with him and see my glory. The glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Jesus Christ was there before the creation of the world. Jesus, I heard another prophet said he is using power, the power that was there before Jesus Christ came. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says Jesus Christ was there before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, uh, though the world, the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them, that I myself may be in them. That is the thing. Jesus Christ wants us to be in him. It's not working. It's not knowing the Bible back and forth. And memorizing the scriptures. Some people in John 5 verse 39. You know the Bible is so clear. Some people say they know God. Because they know the scriptures. And even our pastors. They've been teaching us. Memorize the scripture. Say the scripture. You can memorize the whole Bible. 
from Genesis to Revelation. But I want you to hear what, what John 5 verse 39 says. What John 5 verse 39 says. You diligently study the scriptures because you think that by them you possess eternal life. These scriptures are the scriptures that testify about me. Yet you refuse to come to me and have life. Even if we read the Bible, we need to know that the, even if we memorize the scriptures, the scriptures speak about Jesus. We need to come to him and have life. You can memorize the, the cookbook, that book that is written, all the message, all the recipes of the book. If you do not get the ingredients, if you do not face the heat of the stove, if you do not go to the kitchen, you will become hungry. Be prepared to get dirty and let the onions go into your eyes. You shed tears, then you cook, then you are going to have meal. Listen, in John, the Bible says in John 7, verse 15 to 19. Let's go in John 7, verse 15 to 19. The Bible is so, is so clear. In John 11, verse 15 to 19. What does the Bible says? And Jesus and the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man let us having never learned how why is this so present how did this man get such learning without studying they asked themselves why is jesus christ so knowledgeable without studying jesus answered them my teaching is not of my own it comes from him who sent me who is jesus jesus christ was sent by god if anyone chooses to do, to do the god's will he will find out whether my teachings come from god or whether i speak on my own he who speaks on his own does so to gain honor for himself. Listen, if a person comes from God, does not do things to gain honor for himself, does not do things to gain applause from the people, he does things to get honor from God. So we must be careful of the pastors, prophets, teachers, bishops, who do things to get honor from him. Who is Jesus? Jesus is our mentor. Jesus is our example. When we are going to do the work of Jesus, we must not get honor of ourselves. We must not get prestige. We must not get higher class chairs. We must do everything to the will of God and to get honor from God. Yes, not Moses given you the law, yet none of you keep the law. Why are you trying to kill me? They said you are demon possessed who is trying to kill you. Jesus Christ said, I did one miracle and you are astonished. Yet because Moses gave you circumcision, though actually did Moses did not circumcise. I need you to understand. I need you to get all this right that they did not understand him. If the Pharisees and the Sadducees did not understand him, me and you, we need to be taught how you can understand who is Jesus. Jesus came to be a friend. He came, Jesus came to be a savior, to save me and you. He, he came to be a friend who sticks closer than a brother. He came to be a savior in your life when you are sinking in problems, when you are sinking in sickness, when you are sinking in hatred, when you are sinking in depths, when you are sinking in suffering, when you are sinking in sin. Jesus came to be a savior. He came to be a lover. I know you have been jilted. I know you have been disturbed. I know you have been backstabbed by those people whom you thought they love you. They stabbed you on the back. They turned their backs against you. Jesus Christ came to be a true lover, a perfect lover. He came to share his life with you. He came to share his heart with us. He came to share his soul with his mind with us. He did not come to hide himself. He came to reveal himself. He will one day be our judge.
He's the rider on the white horse. He's the faithful and the truthful one. You need to ask you this question. Who is Jesus? We can't escape him. He is always in our lives. He is always in our mouths. He is in our hearts. Who is Jesus? I asked myself many times. Who is Jesus that when his name is spoken, there is something I sense in my spirit. When the name is mentioned, there is something that happens in my life. I get to understand he is God. He is more than a man. He is more than a miracle worker. He is more than a teacher. Jesus is more than a healer. Our greatest poets write about him. Our greatest singers sing about him. Many books have been written out there about him. Soldiers say he's a warrior, yet he never carried an ammunition. Army commanders rely on him because he's the one who's the greatest commanders. Doctors, nurses, physicists call him the healer of the healers. Scientists still wonder about things which are written about him. How the world was created. They're still trying to get the answer from a big bang. Yet he was there in the beginning of the world. Nobody has ever tried to fully describe him because we are all running short of words. Who is Jesus? Who? Hikai. The Sir John Patakaibo. Paredekedos. Insibinary. Klemanaradesiji. Jipronesi. Libini Vekonta Daya, Barakias Meladenikima, Medekontias Milidibivesh. Who? Who is Jesus? Jesus is God in flesh. Jesus is the express image of invisible God. Colossians 1, verse 15. For us to know the hidden God, for us to see the hidden God, for us to know the unseen God, God needed fellowship with us so there was no way how we could fellowship with god other than the mediator jesus christ god gave us jesus when he gave us jesus jesus became a connector between us and god we were lost we didn't we could not see the face of god it is written in the bible in the scriptures that anyone who sees the face of god will die even moses was scared the bible says when jesus speaks to him no one has ever seen god only the one who came from him. So what, what did Moses see? Moses see what we called a theophany. Moses saw, Moses saw Jesus. He did not see God. Moses saw a theophany. I cannot go there. It is, it is the technicalities of the, of, of, of the theologians. And you will understand as time goes on. We'll speak about it. I need you to understand. And all men should honor the son. As even they honor the father. That is found in John Five verse 23 john wrote about him and said in in john 1 verse 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god through him all things were made get on Pades. through him all things were made ladies and gentlemen through jesus christ who is the word of god all things were made. There was nothing that was made without him. Or there was nothing that was made out of him. There was nothing that can be made that he did not institute or did not see or did not authenticate for it to happen. 
In Jesus, he is the light that shines in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. I need you to understand, Vazalwan, when we speak about Jesus, we are not speaking of a mere man. We are not speaking just of a miracle worker. We are not speaking just of a teacher. We are speaking of God himself. We are speaking of God himself. Jesus Christ is God himself. He is God himself. I need it to sink in your mind. I need it to sink in your heart that Jesus Jesus Christ is God himself. In Philippians 2, in Philippians 2, verse 5 to 11, the Bible says, in Philippians 2, verse 5 to 11, the Bible says, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ. Listen, what was the attitude of Christ? Who being in the nature of God, paradise, he being in the nature of God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped but made himself nothing taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself and became obedient to death even the death on the cross therefore God exalted him to the higher place and gave him the name above every name that at, the, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Are you there with me? Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is God. John 5 verse 18. Jesus already existed in heaven. In John 17 verse 5, the Bible says, And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory which I had before the world began. Jesus existed before the world began. John 17 verse 5, And now, Father, Jesus is praying, Glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. In Matthew 1 verse 20, you need to understand that Mary, the Bible says Mary is carrying the thing of the Holy Spirit. He is carrying the thing of the Holy Spirit. We need to understand who is Jesus. Jesus is the Savior of the world. In John 1 verse 41, the disciples came and said, we have found the Messiah who is called the Christ. We need to understand that he came to die so as for us to live. Who is Jesus. Only through Jesus Christ, our sins can be forgiven. In John 3 verse 16, we know the verse that is known by everybody. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Jesus is God. Jesus is the miracle worker. He multiplied bread. He healed the sick. He provided money when he, it was needed. He opened the eyes of the blind. He made the mute to speak. He made the deaf to hear. He made the crippled to walk. He did many miracles. Jesus changed his lives. He cast the demons. He, he rose. 
and he still rises the dead. Jesus brought sinners to him and he still brings sinners to him now. He fills people with the Holy Spirit. You can't receive and believe in him and remain the same. When you receive him, things are going to change. Your mind is going to change. Your reasoning is going to change. Your hatred is going to change. He changes lives, yet he remains unchangeable. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is constant. That's truthful. There is no lie in him. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. The new has come. He can deliver you from sin, all type of sins. He can deliver you from addiction. He can deliver you from anger. He can deliver you from revenge. He can deliver you from imimoya. He can deliver you from abatagative. He can deliver you from He can deliver you from every sickness and every disease. He can make you to be married. Even if people say you can't be married, he can make you to have a child. Even if the people say you are barren, he is God himself. Just believe that Jesus is God who came to save you and to save me. You will be blessed. You will be protected. Just believe. Don't worry about what they know or say about you. Don't worry about all negative things that the people have been saying about you. Don't worry about what people know about you. People know all wrong things. There are few people who are going to advocate good things about you. Many people, when they speak about you, they speak wrong things about you. But there is a man who was crucified in Calvary. When he starts speaking, he said, you are beloved. He said, you are the apple of my eye. He says, you are the chosen generation. Generation. He says you are the peculiar people. He says thou art mine. He said I know you. I wrote your name on the palm of my hand. You are mine. You are my child. Believe in him. Believe in Jesus. Believe in Jesus. Believe in Jesus. He didn't say you must believe in man. He said you must believe in Jesus. He's God. He's the son of God. He's the invisible of the of the unseen God. He is the visible image, the express image of the invisible God. Do not worry about what they say about you. Do not worry that time when you fell, they will speak about the place where you fell. They will speak about the places where you didn't do right. They will speak about all the things where you were wrong. Just believe in Jesus. He changes and he transforms life. Jesus is coming back for you. But I need you to understand. He wants us to be where he is with him. Remember, only God can forgive sins. Yet Jesus Christ forgave sins. They fought him because they said he is, he thinks that he can forgive sin. He doesn't think he can forgive sin because Jesus is God. God came to earth, then dressed in the body of a man to save a man. He walked with men. He lived with men. And died by the hands of men, buried by men, and arose in the presence of men, and ascended to heaven in the presence of men to sit in his throne. Who is Jesus? He's the Son of God. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the Ancient of Days. He's the Lord of Lords. He's the Kings of Kings. He's El Shaddai. He's Jehovah Shammah. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's my healer. He's my protector. He's my defender. He is there when no friend is there. He is there 
when no doctor is there. He is there when no brother is there. He is there when your husband is there. Is not there. He is there when your mother is gone. He is there when your sister is gone. He is there when your brothers don't love you. When you don't have a friends. When people are speaking all evil things about you. When people want you dead. There is somebody who says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. His name is Jesus. He, he, he hears where people, when they are far away, they speak all horrible things about you. Jesus hears. He protects you. He goes beyond the sins to protect you. He blesses you. He guides you. He heals you. In fact, he says, I need you together. He needs me together in my mother's womb. He says, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. Who is Jesus? He is God himself. If the world will wake up, and understand that there's nothing we can do without Jesus. I prophesy and I tell you, Africa is protected by Jesus. Africa will never go down. All the things that have been stolen from Africa, I prophesy one day they will come back to Africa. One day Africa will be a great continent again. I prophesy because Jesus is spoken in Africa like no any other continent. I say Jesus is God. Your sins are forgiven if you believe in Jesus. I need all of us as Christians to start telling the people about Jesus. Let us not tell them about our pastors. Let us not tell them about our prophets because they were not crucified. Let us not tell them how my pastor sees, how my pastor is rich, how my pastor comes out of television. Let us tell them about Jesus Christ, God himself, who walked on earth. He walked on earth for me and you. Ladies and gentlemen, we serve God. We serve God. Jesus is God. We are going to discuss one day about the deity, the holiness, the powerfulness of Jesus Christ, who he is. Now I'm just telling you who Jesus is. He is the son of God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I'm presenting to you. I am presenting to you the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God. I'm presenting to you the gospel of heaven through Jesus Christ, who is God. I'm presenting to you the gospel that has made many predecessors their heads to be chopped off. I'm presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ that has made me to have many enemies. Before I received this gospel, I was loved by everybody. Many people loved you. But after I received this gospel, I've got many enemies. And I wonder, is it me or what comes out of my mouth? Because this gospel is not the gospel of childship. It's not the gospel of friendship. It is the gospel that was that made Jesus to be crucified. He was crucified of saying the truth. Once you say the truth, people without the truth will hate you. What you speak about Jesus, they accused Jesus of being a thief. They accused Jesus of being a womanizer. They accused Jesus of sleeping with Mary Magdalene. They accused Jesus of saying a lie. They accused Jesus of thinking that he is God. I have heard many people say, I think I am God. Do not worry. It may be happening to you. All I need you to understand, continue speaking about Jesus. Jesus 
Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I cannot advocate a prophet. I cannot speak about a prophet. He was not crucified. I cannot speak about a bishop. He was not crucified. I need you to know that Jesus Christ is the author and the perfecter of our faith. Look unto Jesus. He's going to save you. There is no any man who has got power other than Jesus. We need all to go to Jesus on our knees and the Jesus will save us. Those who are barren, receive your baby now. Those who are not working, receive your job now. Those who are sick, receive your healing now in the name of Jesus. Those who have got headache, be healed now in the name of Jesus. Those who are barren, have your baby in the name of Jesus. Those who have been praying for marriage, I prophesy in the name of Jesus, receive your marriage by the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost. All you need to do is to lift up your hands and believe in Jesus Christ. All you need to do, wake up in the morning and say, Jesus. He doesn't need a womb for you to get a baby. It doesn't need a womb for you to be pregnant. It needs you to have faith in God. Faith in God. It doesn't need money for you to excel. When you have got, when you have got faith in God, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. You need faith to connect to God. Zungu said it's only faith that is a token of connecting with God. It's faith that is needed for you to connect with God. Who is Jesus? He is God himself. Today I present to you the man who saved my father from the prison. Today I present to you the man who found me when I was lost. The man who brought me. I have not done right. I'm still struggling with some issues. But there's something that I know. There's somebody that I know who saved me. Jesus Christ is my savior. There's somebody that I know who pulled me from the deep miry place where nobody could come and get me? He came for me. Where nobody could come and pick me up, he came for me. If he came for me, the chief sinner, he can come for you. Do not worry what is happening. Do not worry who loves you or who hates you. He's coming for you. He's coming to lift you up. He's coming to bless you. He is a bridge, he is a ladder. He begs God to come to you, and he's the one. Who loved us before the foundation of the world. May the power that is in Jesus overflow you. May the authority in the word of Jesus. I see you are listening and you are asking yourself. Come as you are. Come to Jesus as you are. Come with that stigma. Come, he's gonna wash you clean. He's gonna save you. He's gonna love you. He's gonna protect you. Jesus Christ is Lord. You need to come to Him. I invite you, come to Jesus. Your life will never be the same. Believe in Him. Do not believe like demons who believe and they get threatened. Your life will never be the same. May you be blessed and be protected. Oh, I pray. Ikedo salampa te kedusa. Bempedo shalahati. Plaresa la hude bekedushka. Intalimande relosia kabahuke. Pependo sikadushka. Limrekonte te iga. Patewa sa ujikeo. Poronsi jitipivit. Plaresa lun shalahaya. Perento tokun shalahate de. In the name of Jesus. 
Father, reveal yourself more in our lives, in our hearts. Come in a vision. Come as we dream. Come in our minds. Save us again, Lord, from all the mighty place that we are. Give us a new meaning of life. We come to you. We pray for our government. We pray for our doctors. We pray for everybody who has not yet come to the understanding of the word of God. We pray for the atheists. We pray for non-believers. We also pray for those who want surrender their lives and that they gave up. They shattered their faith. Because of us, we didn't do right before them and before you. We ask you to forgive. Forgive us, Lord, and bless us. In the name of Jesus Christ, let the anointing permeate your life. You will never be the same again. Receive Jesus Christ. It is done in Jesus Christ's name. Be blessed till we meet again on Sunday. Be, be prepared for the life-transforming word of God. God bless you. Thank you. The Tandos Jehovah. Hallelujah. Amen.